0: Hello, beautiful people. Quick question. Have you ever thought to yourself, I've been passed up for a promotion, but I don't understand why? Or I want to change in my career, but where do I even begin? We know we're not the only ones that have had these questions. And that's why we started this podcast. It's called Career Gems for the Journey. And we hope that as you listen, you'll discover some gems for your career journey. I'm Leah Murphy and I wear many hats. I'll tell you about three of them. I'm an engineer by trade, a career coach, and an entrepreneur, all while working to stay happily married and raise three children. And my name is Ama Gordon. I'm a brand marketer, entrepreneur, and serial passion pursuer with a business approach to my endeavors, but always with a creative spin. And we're two really great friends that have supported one another throughout our professional careers. I mean, we've been through it all, and we're here to share some authentic stories Key successes and setbacks. You're not gonna want to miss this. Hello, hello, beautiful people! I am really excited to be back with you. Um, my voice sounds a little bit weak, and I'm gonna be completely honest with you. The last couple of days have been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, I lost a loved one. My grandmother um, left us, and you know, vulnerability is a part of being human. Telling the truth about our feelings and our experiences helps others to be able to connect with us. So I was going back and forth as to whether or not I would mention this because, you know, what's professional, right? What is appropriate? But um, I chose to make mention of it because I wanted to first honor, you know, someone who I absolutely love and found to be amazing, but also give other people an opportunity to think through, What does it look like when you're going back into the workplace after having had a difficult experience, after losing a loved one, after suffering from a divorce potentially, or after, you know, a health scare, right? There are lots of these things that happen in our career on a consistent basis, and sometimes we don't have a blueprint in the best way to navigate that. So I thought today, well, I'm going to make sure that I share, make sure that I'm transparent with folks um, and say that's the reason why my voice is a little bit shaky, because the last few days have been um, lots of time and energy invested into um, celebrating and honoring my grandmother, who was an amazing human, who loved me dearly and loved so many other people and her love and pouring into me and her acknowledgement of who I am and celebration of me is what gives me the confidence to show up on this platform and in other areas, and also the humility to serve others. So I am bringing her with me today. I am always, you know, she's always with me and in my heart. And I really appreciate all you joining me here today because it really is um, a part of her legacy. So um, for those of you who I've not gotten to meet before or who are joining us for the first time, my name is Leah Murphy. I am the president of Career Gems for the Journey. I was supposed to say that first before I jumped into the emotions, right? Um, President of Career Gems for the Journey where we help talented people build thriving careers. And my team and I have been working on some legitimately amazing, like legit, legit, amazing content for you all. So I am thrilled to be here. I am thrilled to um, to be able to connect with those on this platform and in other platforms um, so that we can grow together. And I am looking forward to exponential growth for my business uh, and for my team. So looking forward to that in 2023, and there's lots of amazing things happening. So um, tap into that. We have also started an email list so that you can get the content that we are building. And as you join our mailing list, you will be able to get exclusive content that is just for you. So... Now let's get into the juiciness of the content, right? Because I told you guys, we've been working on something amazing for you. And you guys saw in the title today that we're focusing on building strong, cross-functional teams. That's really how we're stepping into 2023. And the reason for that was there was a lot of individual-driven content last last year in 2022, and that went over well, right? It went over swimmingly. And then I had leaders who were reaching out to me to say, I'm doing a great job. I'm feeling like I'm getting professionally developed, but I'm not really sure how to step my leadership game up into the next level. I want to lead teams. I want to have matrix organizations that report into me, and I want to get better and better at that. So as I grow as a leader, I want to make sure that I'm doing the same thing for my team. Because we really started to focus on making sure that leaders and individuals felt like they were getting the professional development that they needed. And that oftentimes may not be coming from your organization. So you're here with us. You're in the right place if that is you. Um, So I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my backstory. And then that'll help you give context to the work that we're going to do in 2023. My backstory is I spent 16 years in corporate America, had you know amazing runs working for large organizations uh, all across the U.S., Canada, and that work took me into a number of different places. But it also gave me the opportunity to work with a variety of people, to work with people who are absolutely fantastic, great subject matter experts, brilliant, talented, engaging—all of the things you would want as a team. So I've seen teams be exceptional, right? And being able to work on teams that are able to deliver differential business results for the team and for the organization. And then I've also seen teams that seem to have all the right firepower. They have all the right components, but then they still fall flat. So it's not a matter of do you have the talent? Talent is not enough in order to make a successful team. There are really concrete needs in order to build a team that is going to deliver results, but also continue to push the whole organization forward, challenge the status quo to really take some calculated risks, um, make some big bets, and help to really transform um, what the organization or that department may have thought that they were capable of doing. So that's kind of the first point, is teams really can have the ability to make a huge impact on an organization, far more than one individual, right? So working on the team and working on the components that that team um, has within it really can help to transform a department um, and then bring some really success to the organization. In that time where I was working in corporate, I worked in operations, engineering, manufacturing roles. Um, Hardcore supply chain competencies were really the teams that I was able to be a part of and teams that I led. So understanding that the decisions that I made as a leader for my team and on their behalf made a huge difference as to whether or not we were going to deliver against our objective, which meant whether locations were going customers were going to get our product, whether we were able to do that safely, whether I was able to send all my employees home back to their families safely as the way that they had shown up to me that day and also allowing my team to have the ability to have clear understanding of what we were all set to accomplish, were some of the things that I really, really were able to build out during that 13 years leading those kinds of teams in corporate America. So I say all that to say, understanding um, how teams work in that dynamic was able to allow me to grow my career tremendously. Um, because I, as an individual contributor, felt really strong in some areas, but there were areas that I absolutely was not strong in so in designing my team so that it adjusted for my weaknesses or bolstered my weaknesses as well as allowed other people to grow and be developed really was how i was able to accomplish so much um, in a very short period of time and then that also allowed me to get my team promoted Get people who were around me opportunities for greater visibility, um, and give people who are around me greater opportunities to stretch, right, to fail forward, because they had the support and air cover of a leader who was going to allow them to take some calculated risk, and understand that there could be a big bet and a win on the other end, or there could be some really valuable learnings that we would not have gotten should we have not taken that calculated risk. So, um, when I think about the components of my leadership and leaders that I really respect, um, leaders, teams that have done some significant, amazing things, those leaders have had the ability to identify team members for their strengths. So the leader understands they've done done some self-evaluation. They're very self-aware, right? They're very clear on what they bring to the table, what their strengths and weaknesses are, and also how to navigate their own trends and weaknesses such that they can bring on new people to the team to fill in those gaps, right? Fill in those gaps. And also they are willing to be pushed as a leader because they want to grow. They want to get a better understanding. They don't believe they have all the answers, right? They believe that others should be able to contribute to those um, answers and solutions and that their way is not the best way. So when I think about building really strong cross-functional teams, it starts at a leadership level. It starts with having a leader who is willing to listen to understand, not listen as they're waiting to speak. When you've thought about the best teams that you've been on, those teams normally have a few really core components. And I would love to hear if there are core components that I'm not touching on today that you think are really important. Um, But my main component coming out of the gate is a leader who is willing to listen, to understand, and they are not um, threatened, not threatened by the competency, the capability, the team um, dynamic and the value that the team brings. So when a leader is not threatened, normally it's because they have their own value proposition. Their ego is in check, right? They are self-aware enough To understand that they are not the best nor are they the worst and they bring a lot to the table so it really comes down to leaders who are willing to listen but also leaders who have their ego in check and this takes some time right as a new leader um, right out of college i'll tell you guys a quick story new leader right out of college you know i i um was working in a manufacturing location and it was in the midwest it was actually um, in the Chicago land area, and you know I'm twenty three years old, and I was given a team of fifty five people to lead. Um, not sure why they thought that was the right thing for me to do at that time, but that's neither here nor there. And they basically gave me a book. This is the book, this is the way you run the department, and this is the way things go. So as someone who's new out of college, I devour the book. You know, I'm highlighting, I'm all in the book, I'm asking questions, i'm I'm collaborating with other people to learn better and get connected to it. And then they set me loose to the team and say, you know, you have to run your department. And maybe it was three days in where something came up and it wasn't in the book. (laughs) It was not in the book. And I was stuck, right? Because I didn't have the resources, I didn't have the know how, I didn't have the experience. And then um, thankfully, I had built a great relationship with one of the, you know, more senior. Tenure, uh, folks on that team. And essentially, I went to him and said, Here's what I think I should do. Here's the problem that I have. You know, what's your perspective? Can you help me? And it absolutely saved the day because me having the wherewithal to realize it's not in the book and not doing anything was in certain, certainly a failure, right? Inevitably, I knew that failure was going to come. And then having the relationship. That was already established with someone who was in the organization, had been there for a while, but if I would not have had the humility to go and talk to him and ask him his perspective, he may not have shared what ended up saving the day. So for me as a leader, I learned a lot in that moment. I learned that everything's not gonna be in the books that I, you know, that I studied so, so hard. Um, And that even if you have a book, which, you know, some of us don't even get a book when we're taking on a new role. Even if you have a book, there's still some lived experience and perspective that should be added in in order to have a solution that really does solve your problem. So it really taught me a moment of humility. I didn't know anything. I really did need people in order to be successful in the role. And then the last point was I had to give credit when credit was due because I didn't have the solution. I had to acknowledge that this team member came and supported me and he helped me to navigate what were the right steps in order to solve the problem that day. And you know that wasn't his intention at all. He didn't come to work that day looking to solve any of my problems, but because of our relationship and because he had confidence you know, in me that he was willing to share and then taking the step forward, I was able to give him that acknowledgement and say that, I don't have all the answers, but I have the right people on the team. I have the right components. I've been able to work with and build relationships with those people. Therefore, my solutions will be better because they will be inclusive of the people and perspective um, that the book, you know, the book learned, the book gave me. Some of my book learning provided for me. Some of my education provided for me. But his lived experience together with those other components really did transform Um, the solutions we were able to provide. So this is a multi-part series where we'll be talking about creating strong cross-functional teams. And I can't break it all down in this session, but there are 10 different intersections that I find to be completely essential to building really strong cross-functional teams. I just talked about two of them. I talked about a leader who's willing to listen, who's self-aware and has his ego in check. His or her ego in check. That's the first part. The second part is being in relationship with people in order to build cross-functional teams, because those relationships, that trust is really what will allow the team to come together and build a cohesive unit, right? So those are a little bit of the softer things, right? Those are the soft parts of building a team. I want to give you guys just a high overview of the other components that we're going to talk about. Because it's a multi-part series, I need you to come back and join me um, every week for the next few weeks. Um, It looks like it's going to be a five-week series, but we might be able to stretch it into six, depending on the dialogue and how folks flow. Um, So I'm going to rattle these off. No need to write them down. We're going to review them every time. But if you're feeling motivated um, to do it, please do. Um, So number one, we just went over. And that was really to make sure that you have a leader in place for the team, a leader in place that has... Um, self-awareness, and has their ego in check. Not being threatened by team members as a leader is definitely important, especially when it comes to empowering performance. And I think being threatened as a leader becomes a challenge if we don't address it within ourselves. So the leader has to address that perceived threat And sometimes that is only able to be done when they work directly with a coach or when they work with someone outside of themselves. Because as we continue to ascend as new leaders, new challenges present themselves, new people and dynamics, new stakeholders come into the equation. So it really is helpful to have an external third party to run these ideas against or these challenges or these, you know, needed ego checks right? That's why it's important to have a board of directors in relationships for you as a leader as you continue to want to ascend. So I'm going to run through those 10 areas um, that I think are going to be our cornerstones as we're discussing cross-functional teams and building them in a really strong way. Um, Teams require clarity of purpose, defined ways of working, stakeholder transparency, decision rights, understanding, clear measures of success, And resources, right? Whether that be people resources or money resources, they require leadership, trust, vision, and grace to fail. So that's the structure of what we're going to be talking about for the next few weeks. Today, we were really just kicking it off to talk about leadership and leaders being able to navigate their own ego and then also being in relationship with other people so that you as a leader can continue to ascend and you can give credit when credit's due to empower your team. So 20 minutes went by fast. (laughs) It went by fast. So I am working to challenge myself to make sure that I continue to give you guys amazing content, but I give it to you in in, um, palatable, digestible, easy to implement ways. And then I want to hear feedback from you all. Make sure you join our email list. Um, The email list link is here at the bottom of the screen here, and that will allow you to make sure you get all of our exclusive content um, that is happening off LinkedIn, and we will make sure that that is amazing and essentially exactly what you're looking for in order to grow in your professional development and as a leader. There are additional resources on Um, gemsforthejourney.org. As you're thinking about career development holistically, lots of amazing resources, and you can grab the book salary power moves, winning the compensation negotiation on my website on gemsforthejourney.org. You can click directly into the link on my LinkedIn bio and get access to it and have an amazing rest of your day. I appreciate you riding with me. This was Amma Gordon and Leah Murphy. Thank you so much for listening. We hope this episode gave you some real gems that you can use on your own career journey. Come back for the next episode and be sure to follow us on social at Gems for the Journey on Instagram and Career Gems for the Journey on LinkedIn. You can also email us at infojemsfortheurney at dot org with any questions or comments you may have.